Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's way more good happening in the world every single day, but why aren't they telling you? Get the good stuff at JustinBarkley.com slash good news. Get the good news, stories, ideas, and updates that are sure to put a smile on your face. That's JustinBarkley.com slash good news. JustinBarkley.com slash good news. Center in downtown Grand Rapids. We're talking about what matters most to you in West Michigan. Join the conversation now at 616-774-2424. That's 616-774-2424. It's West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley on Wood Radio. Yeah, good morning, folks. A beautiful start to the week. It's a sort of a uh, sunny but cooler morning this morning. Uh, lots to discuss, lots to talk about today. Never a dull moment, like drinking from a fire hose. I normally say this today, we'll probably have our mouth right on the hydrant directly. Uh, wow, you took one day off, you know, it's like the world, it just keeps moving. Burning down uh, in some ways. We'll get to all of those stories. Monkey pox, the quarantines have already begun. The WHO Treaty is uh, continuing their meeting about that. Oh, my goodness. It's all kicked off. And, folks, lots to discuss. Get ready. News, weather, and traffic. The biggest stories of the day. We're talking about what matters most in West Michigan and beyond. This is the Big Three. As they say, now today's Big Three. Buckle up. The stories that matter most, you'll be talking about these around the water cooler, the dinner table, no matter where you are. Our big three, all powered by our good friends at Heartland Home Mortgage. You know, there's never been a better time to buy a refi. We've been saying that over and over and over again uh, for the last year or so. And I got to tell you, I think now it's more of a necessity. Get your house, your home in order. It's still not too late. You could save thousands like Chris did. She refinanced, saved her And the family, $500 a month on their mortgage. Yes, $500 a month, saving them thousands throughout the year. 
And of course, they closed quicker and faster than the big banks, just 10 days. Call my good friend Dave Galloway today at Heartland Home Mortgage and see if they can help you. 616-974-9105. Or go online to hhmlending.com. Number one. Power's now been restored in the northern Michigan area of Gaylord. Friday, an EF3 tornado touchdown. You've seen the video, maybe, already? You've seen the uh, footage and the, the pictures of what happened there? Uh, stunning. Stunning. And I got to tell you, uh, just heartbreaking for folks in that area watching a good friend of mine, his son, just 10 minutes away from where that touched down. And you think about all those things that are that are possibly going to happening is that is a very rare experience in Michigan, tornadoes anyway, and an EF3, especially that far north to watch what had gone down there. Um, yeah. Here's the mayor, by the way, of Gaylord talking about this uh, experience. Todd Sherrard, I believe, is his name. I've never seen anything like it. You always see it on pictures, and you always see it on TVs from other communities, but not in our backyard, you know, and uh, the devastation is its numbing, very numbing. Praying for those folks in that area, the tornado killed two, 44 injured, destroyed dozens of businesses and homes. The Otsego County United Way been flooded with donations. They could still use a hand, though. Number two. The World Economic Forum is underway in Davos, Switzerland. The elite of the elite have met. They're getting together. Oh, as the WHO in Geneva. Uh, getting together to talk about the pandemic treaty that's been so um, controversial as of late. And wouldn't you know it, we have a pox upon us at the same time. Number three. It's really wild to watch it. You almost can't make it up anymore. You just couldn't script it if you wanted to. But Belgium becoming the first country now in the world to introduce a mandatory 21-day monkeypox lockdown. A quarantine for those who contract the virus. After several cases were found with a White House official warning Sunday that more U.S. cases are likely. There's, there's maybe just a, a handful here. There's small, small amounts. So is this more fear-mongering, or is there something more to this? Those who contract the virus will have to self-isolate in Belgium. Those are health authorities there telling news outlets. So, But isn't it interesting that the World Health Organization is meeting as we speak to discuss this treaty which would enable them from a centralized effort there amongst big government big corporations to come together and say hey you got a lockdown you got a lockdown you got to do whatever we tell you to do you can't really make those decisions for yourself locally which really are where all the decisions should be made quite an interesting day that's for sure and i'm gonna go on a record here folks i'm gonna go on a record call me crazy but I want to just make sure that I'm early so that you understand it. I'm not anti-vax. I'm just anti-monkeypox vaccine mandate. You understand what I'm saying here? I am anti-monkeypox vaccine mandate. Oh, you laugh. You laugh. The conspiracy. Yeah, you got your tinfoil hat out, too. I got mine. It's getting a workout these days. Stretching that thing out, getting it warmed up for this morning. You laugh, but Biden's already uh, bought 
Millions of dollars worth of, yeah, I get that story coming up in a second. And speaking of the jab, yeah, I can't believe we're this far past it, but a mandate causing an uproar amongst folks who are running for governor right now in the state of Michigan. We'll speak with one of them next. Welcome back in, folks. News Radio 1300 and 106.9 FM. You can join the program at any time if you'd like. 616-774-2424 is that number. 616-774-2424. He says, uh, by the way, that monkey monkeypox quarantine. You know, just play along there, by the way. Just play along with me, folks. I know it's funny to hear. You're hearing this now. Monkeypox quarantine. Unnecessary in the U.S., according to Joe Biden. The monkey bites, the corona, it, was, it wasn't bad enough. You got the Delta and now the Omicron and the Delta Cron and the flu Rona. Now the monkey pox is out there. And are you afraid? Very, very afraid. You know, we got to mail in the votes again this year. Gonna have to mail them in. We got that monkey pox out there, folks. I, look, I you, you know I know you say this is serious. Why are you laughing about? It? Well, you gotta you know what we gotta have a bit of a sense of humor about some of these things. Biden says, "Don't be concerned. Nothing to be concerned about just this yet." But I think I saw the story that I saw that they had already bought or were going to buy. They were they were looking into this the monkeypox vaccine. There's a vaccine already. Well, it's because monkeypox has been around for a while. Monkeypox has been out there and around for a while. Um, they, he says we have enough vaccines to deal with the outbreak, should we? And I think they just added some to their stockpile. But the thing that I, I don't remember when this was, I feel like it was sometime in the... Uh, it was sometime in the... Sometime in the winter. And I believe it was Pennsylvania. Oh, here the here here it is. <laughs> now this is really going to drive people nuts. Do you remember this? Because I know if you're like me, we cover all these stories, and at the time I go, "Man, this is weird. This is one of those weird ones. This is wild." This is from Smithsonian Magazine. That's probably a rep. Some, what some folks would consider a reputable source, right? The Smithsonian Magazine. This is from, yeah, January 26th. I was right, right. There we go. This is wintertime. Remember this story? All animals accounted for after truck carrying 100 lab monkeys crashed in Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, you can't make this stuff up, folks. Speaking of can't make it up, uh, it's 2022. We are past the craziness you would think anyway of what we've been dealing with. Uh, there is occasional here and there with people running around, driving in their cars by themselves with their masks on. But other than that, you'd think we passed some of the insanity that we had to deal with when it came to uh, the Rona. Not so. Ryan Kelly joins us. He's running for governor. He'll be joining, um, well, was supposed to join some folks in uh, Mackinac Island for a, for a debate. Ryan, tell me what's going on here. I've been following this, and you are saying, look, there's some, there's some some strange things happening 
with what the folks are asking these people to uh, to to do when they participate in this conference and the debate. Tell me what's going on and and uh, your stance on this matter. Made two statements recently. One of which was was it was released this morning. I'll get to that in just a moment here. Recently, there was a poll conducted where statewide governor candidates, who's our top five? I landed in that top five and was invited to come and debate at the Mackinac Policy Conference. Very significant. I understand the the magnitude of that. As I looked more into it, the Detroit Chamber, who's hosting the Mackinac Policy Conference, is requiring that all attendees either show their vaccine passport or take a negative COVID PCR test before coming to the conference. Now, the governor's debate is the very last event of this conference, which is on the Thursday night, June 2nd, and it's taking place outdoors. And uh, there's special privilege for that event. They're not going to be requiring the vaccine passports or any testing. And attendees, uh, it's $2,500 to attend the conference. But for $250, someone can come on the island and just go watch this governor's debate and not have to do any of the health screening. Uh, I looked at this as this this is a principled moment in our state in regard to how we're going to allow the radical left policies to continue to dictate the actions around the state of Michigan. And I look at this as where we have to draw the line in the sand and say, I will not be supporting any event that's requiring vaccine passports, that's requiring these negative COVID tests. And as a candidate for governor, this is where we make a stand to say, no, we're not going to play along with this game anymore. Because as you said, Justin, we thought we were past the pandemic. We thought we were past all of these regulations. But now we see that it's very clear that if Gretchen Whitmer and the Democrats were to weasel their way back into office, we can expect you know, statewide vaccine passport requirements or additional COVID testing or whatever the other regulations might look like. This is that show right here. This is a time where Republicans have to put their foot down and say, no, we're not playing that game anymore. We're not supporting events. We're not going to conferences. We're not playing the game of vaccine passports because with Governor Kelly, there's no vaccine passports in Michigan, not in our state, not on my watch. And we're moving past all of these COVID nonsense regulations here in the state of Michigan. So I recently made the statement that I'm boycotting and I'm not attending. The Detroit Chamber has taken me off of their list. And now I, this morning, made the statement that I'm encouraging all of the other governor candidates to boycott this event as well and to join me in Traverse City. The Grand Traverse GOP and the First District Republicans will host a simultaneous debate uh, on on the same day um, so that we can have a debate over the issues, but we stand strong on our policies. And yeah, there you go. That's the statement right there that we just uh, put out this morning. And I hope people take me up on this because we can debate the issues, but we have to stand strong on our principles. Every single freedom-loving American should be boycotting this conference and giving a strong a strong signal to the radical left extremists saying we are not playing this game anymore by our actions, not just our words. Nobody cares about bullet points on your websites or what talking points you have in your speech. This is a moment to stand up for freedom, to stand up for medical privacy and medical freedom. So just to be clear, this this conference that's being being uh, held will be the Detroit Chamber Mackinac Policy Conference. They do this every year, uh, but this year they're going to hold a debate because obviously there's a field of Republicans that are vying for this nomination 
face off against Governor Whitmer. And Ryan, um, I, I think they tried this last year too. Now, it's, what's funny is I've been to. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I've been to Mackinac Island. I've been to, been to the Grand, in fact, uh, since... Well, there's no there's no mandate to come into the hotel. There's no mandate, so this is strictly for this conference. It's it seems a little strange. There are conferences that some places throughout the country are requiring this sort of thing, but um, getting a lot of pushback from a lot of folks. What is it about this particular conference and who's heading it? Where they come down? Have you had any conversations with these these people actually within the the conference themselves as, as to why they would want some sort of backwards policy at a policy conference? There was an invitation that was sent to my email that laid out all of these different stipulations here. And that's really the only conversation I've had with them other than me putting back on them the opportunity to remove all of these regulations for all attendees. And then I would require, or then I would attend uh, the debate there and possibly attend the conference. But, uh, you know, this uh, this has not been something I had a discussion with them, but it's it's obvious what's going on here. You know, you see, you know, Whitmer is a speaker there mm. and, you know, there's some other uh, left wing speakers that are going, some individuals from the Democratic Party. They want to push these type of requirements, not just statewide, but nationally as well. Right. We've seen where the Biden administration has tried to put nationwide vaccine mandates that didn't go over well. But that's their agenda to push this radical extremism here in the state of Michigan. And this is just you know, this is just one of those times where, you know, they're slipping it in because you're right, Justin. I called the Grand Hotel yesterday and asked if it was if it was a uh, policy of the grand to have vaccine passports or negative COVID tests. And they said, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And even on their website, it states that there's no requirements in regard to COVID for those mm -hmm. guests that come up to the grand. This is a time where Republicans have to put their foot down and say, no, we're not playing this game. We're not participating in this. This is not the future of Michigan. In Michigan, we respect the Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. We respect medical privacy. We respect the individual liberties and medical decisions that are made by people. We see the left screaming, my body, my choice, right, when it comes to the abortion issue. And the same time, they go to these conferences that requires, show us the paper, show you've been vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, so you have your vaccine passport, right? It's hypocrisy yeah. at its greatest. And I'm sick of the weak Republicans. The Michigan GOP is a partner in this event. Uh, there's there's zero reasons why the Michigan GOP should be part of this event. And there should be no 
Republicans going and speaking at this event or attending this event. This is a way to show us by your actions you do not approve of the radical left policies. Ryan Kelly, running for governor here in the state of Michigan. I know you're busy, but can you hang on through the, the break? I have some questions about some other things that we we probably want to talk about. Scratch the surface on monkeypox. Uh, one of one of them will find out where you stand on a possible monkey uh, pox vaccine mandate. Hey, uh, the, the serious questions there. And we'll come back and answer those, uh, Ryan, if you hang with us through the break here. Ryan Kelly, running for governor here as a Republican. Ryan Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y dot com. Back in just a moment, folks. Don't go anywhere. Coming to you on a dust road. Good Ryan the, the, Kelly. Hey, by the way, the interesting thing about the, the mandate. As we know now, uh, look, they told us originally, hey, these these jabs, these shots, the Fauci algae will, you won't get it if you get them. And we had our breakthrough cases, remember? Well, yeah. Um, and and then they told you, you, you get the shot, and then you're not going to spread it. Well, that's, that's not true. Then they said, by the way, those people that get it, less hospitalizations, less deaths, and we're learning those numbers may not be accurate from the data that we've seen coming out of some countries. Boy, I gotta tell you, what is the point of a mandate if it's not just strictly control and politics as usual? You know, these kids are still being masked up, forced to mask up in a lot of different places in Michigan. In Ann Arbor, somebody said in the in the behind-the-scenes live chat, if you're watching with us right now, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Getter, and Rumble. Also at JustinBarkley.com, when you click on the After Show page, you'll be able to watch us live and join in the chat. But in the chat, they said, you know, Kalamazoo's still doing this, too. Uh, you, you think, and, and because you're, if you're, if you're in any way in touch with reality at all, you would think that we are, this, we're out of this COVID nonsense especially the restrictions, the masking, all of those things, but they're try they are trying to bring it back. I mean, this is this, this is this something we saw is is as recent as last week the CDC saying now that you need to mask up again, folks. If you are in a room indoors, they're now recommending that you mask up again. Put the masks back on. In fact, we're seeing that happen. It didn't even go away in some places. Um, obviously some of these schools, the schools and the scenarios that we're seeing about these kids and how they've been threatened and what's happened to them, not just the, the learning wise, we've seen reading scores down, literacy scores down. Uh, we're seeing now the CDC so bad speech wise, the CDC has changed the milestone from knowing 50 words at 24 months to children should know now 50 words at 30 months. So we're starting to see things happen. They're not saying that the masks are the problem. No, not not at all. They're just quietly changing like they did the definition of vaccine on their website. In fact, here's a Biden administration official saying over the weekend, yeah, so you ought to put those masks back on, folks. It's time. Advice number two is I agree with Mayor Adams that uh, when you're in indoor space, uh, you should be wearing a mask. I feel that very strongly that in crowded indoor spaces, in places with high transmission, people should be doing that. Now, this is, I believe that's Ashish Jha. 
and I sheesh you not, uh, sheesh you not, he is saying it is time to put the mask back. And this is after we have the data and the studies, one after the other, that come out and say the mask didn't help. In fact, the mask may have made things worse. We have higher masking rates tied with higher death rates in some places. These studies are out there. You can read them for yourselves. But these folks are still continuing to play theater, and I think that's one of the reasons why this issue and uh, the, the uh, Detroit Chamber of Mackinac Policy Conference is becoming such a big topic. Ryan Kelly joins us right now. He's one of the Republicans running for governor here. And, of course, Governor Whitmer will be there, whether she'll be masked up or not. You know the help probably will. Isn't that something? It, it feels like all those things we've seen out of Washington, D.C., where they're having their fancy meals and the, and the folks who are there, the dignitaries, they're, they're free faces, and yet they've masked up the help. It, it just, that's not science, is it? It's not right. You know, we saw in 2020 where you couldn't eat inside restaurants, but if you went outside in the little tent or the little igloo, you were able to eat out there. And this is the same type of thing that's happening up at the Mackinac Policy Conference, right? Mm-hmm. It's event is inside at the Grand, but outside under the tent. Now, I believe it's going to be under a tent. That's what it says on the Detroit <laughs> Chamber website there. Uh, They're going to have the governor's debate, right? So there's yeah. this special treatment like you're talking about. And it's not right, Justin. And this is this is one of those defining moments where it's time to draw the line and say we're not playing this, this COVID propaganda. We're not going back down the path of... COVID restrictions, lockdowns, masks on kids, masks on everybody in stores and businesses. And especially we don't want vaccine passports. They're requiring vaccine passports at this conference. And if Republicans show up, they're giving the nod that that type of behavior is okay. Rules for me and not for the, you know, I saw my Facebook memories. They come up every day. I'm, I just look at them and I just, it's just amazing to look at today. I saw the um, the story about uh, Whitmer's COVID plan was crumbling. And she had, uh, last year about this time, remember she gave a speech, and it was in a ballpark. Again, it was outside, you know, it was all these, you know, COVID theater things. Um, But she was outside at a ballpark, and she gave a speech about her VAC to normal plan. I don't know if you remember this. The VAC to... Let's get VAC to normal. Let's get VAC to normal. Yeah, there she is. Let's get VAC to normal. Let's get VAC to normal. Um, and it, 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 it just watching it kind of fall on its face. And I, I saw the uh, the headline that I had posted. It was, it was a year ago. Something weird has happened with this whole COVID thing in the last couple of years where our, our brains, because of all the craziness, the insanity... That was only a year ago, but it seems like a lifetime away. Um, but we are still very much in this fight. It's it's not over. And in fact, I think the, the right makes a mistake a lot of times. They might get a little win and we'll feel excited about that, but they don't follow through and really finish off the opponent. It allows the opponent to come back, the left in this case, regroup and come back sometimes even stronger than ever before, Ryan. Maybe that's where monkeypox comes in. I'm not sure. It is going to be one thing after another, what we've saw throughout 2020, all the propaganda, the fear-mongering, and then the control over the people. You mentioned just a few minutes ago in the show that you still see some people driving around in their cars wearing masks. And 
you know, I was out yesterday doing some shopping and I saw there's still people inside stores that are wearing masks. So the fear that was created is very much a real thing and it will continue to perpetuate whether it's by variants or new viruses or whatnot. And this is something that, you know, you mentioned the right freedom loving Americans, let's call them right. The individuals that want their rights and their liberties upheld. We, we need to say we're not playing along with this game anymore. And these, whether they're in the legislature, whether they're candidates here in the state of Michigan, we need to put our foot down and say we're not playing this game anymore. And I think this is this is a, a clear picture of what's to hold with this Mackinac policy, the Mackinac policy conference, right? Mm. What is going to be held in the future if we allow this narrative to continue? Uh, they're using the clear pass, right? That's what the Detroit Chamber is using for the vaccine passports oh or for the COVID PCR test is the, the clear pass. And what they're doing is they're making it clear that this is something that we're not going to take part in. Uh, and so I'm making a stand as a candidate for Michigan governor. I, I declined my invitation to come debate. And I understand the significance of that. I wonder if there's been any governor candidate that has ever declined that invitation. I'm declining it because my principles mean more to me than... Uh, than showing up somewhere uh, that's, you know, that's a, a fancy event or whatever it is. And, and I'm, I'm boycotting it. I'm encouraging all the other governor candidates and every single Republican and freedom-loving American to also boycott that event and boycott it by, by not watching on TV, boycott by not watching on social media, give a big resounding, we do not approve of those type of policies. We do not approve of vaccine passports. We do not approve of requiring COVID tests to be negative in order to participate in, in a conference in society. We have to say no. So, uh, Ryan Kelly, uh, one of the things that's happening right now, and he's one of the candidates for governor just, just, uh, that's been invited to the Mackinac or the Mackinac Policy Conference, he's declined that down, um, really sort of sacrificing his own personal uh, ambition and, and uh, the, the ability to be there by himself or with, with, the, with these other folks. But he's turned that down uh, in, in favor of um, really of principles. And I think that's probably something that a lot of folks are looking for in their candidates right now. It is irresistible, some of these things that we're seeing. Of course, as we speak right now, the World Economic Forum meeting over in Davos, the WHO and the pandemic treaty being highly talked about, all part of this great reset, and the centralization of power and control. In fact, here's Klaus Schwab saying they're planning your future right now. Let's also be clear. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. Mm. We have the means to improve the states of the world. But two conditions are necessary. The first one is that we act all as stakeholders of larger communities. That we serve not our only self-interests, but we serve the community. Centralized power for the common good of the community and as you heard it he and the folks in those room in that room there in davos switzerland are planning your future our future together it's not how it works in america at least it hasn't been historically 
Ryan, we face the uh, the continued assault on, on on a lot of these issues when it comes to the World Health Organization and the possible uh, ratifying signing of this treaty, and of course amending that that they're doing this weekend, along with whatever reset Klaus and his Bond villain buddies might have in store for us, what their true plans might be. But this isn't going away anytime soon. And one of the ways that we can fight them when it comes to ESG scores, when it comes to the plans of the Great Reset and things like that, is really through localized power centers, all the way from, from the ground floor up, which we're starting to see this time around. Folks running for school board, those school board races, all the way up to the local governor in our state and how we might have uh, the power to take back control in a lot of ways. Where do you stand on some of these things and what are you most concerned about? It's definitely a major concern, not here in Michigan, but across the entire United States to see what happens here. And we know that Biden administration is not looking out for the best interests of America. So that puts us at somewhat of this crossroads. And you're absolutely right, Justin, that localized government and especially state governors are going to be key moving forward here because we have an opportunity. The way that America is set up, states are sovereign, right? They're part of the United States and they have their own ability to to govern themselves inside of their states. We need strong governors that are gonna be willing to stand up to the federal government or to the World Health Organization. We need strong county commissions so that we can have strong counties inside of our, uh, of our states. And so to be very clear, I am not a globalist. I am not for the globalist movement. I am all about American constitutional republic sovereignty. We need to remain our own nation. We need to have strong leaders step up unapologetically fighting for our country. This is not a time where we just, you know, step in and uh, and just go along to get along. This is a time where we make bold stances standing up for our country and future generations. That can absolutely happen with strong governors here, regardless of what the Biden administration does, because handing over our country to the World Health Organization is unconstitutional. We just have to be able to stand up to that. Someone like myself, through my actions, you know, I'm showing that those are, are steps that I am willing to take. Somebody like Ron DeSantis in Florida, we've seen him do some great things. I know there's some other governors around this great country of ours that are doing similar, and it needs to be a key component that we focus on. Uh, and I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in these midterms. I do believe we'll take the House and the Senate back, and that can lead to some definite changes at the federal level. But the federal government needs to be knocked down back to size. It needs to fit inside the scope of its Article 1, Section 8 of the United States Constitution uh, and stop allowing this invasion across our southern border and of illegal immigration and get back to respecting our Constitution and the individual sovereignty that we have as a nation. And that's uh, that's a component that's going to be a, a huge fight for all of us, you know, and you know, we can have on your website, you can have some fancy bullet points or you can have some talking points and speeches, but really by your actions are what is going to determine the type of person that is uh, going to be filling our next governor seat in these local positions. Ryan Kelly, Michigan Republican candidate for uh, governor here. And of course, having that conversation, appreciate you to join us. Uh, he's declined the invitation. The Detroit uh, Chamber Mackinac Policy Conference is happening on Mackinac Island because they've got a vaccine mandate for 
folks that'll be attending. They say you can't come unless you got the hokey pokey, the Fauci ouchie. Well, he says, I won't be there. And of course, uh, even as they've given the candidates uh, the opportunity to not have to participate in that, I appreciate you taking the time to lay that out for us. He's calling for the other candidates to to leave the island. And of course, join him in Traverse City area for a debate there. Brian, keep us posted. Let us know how this goes. Will do, sir. Have a good day. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. Ryan D. Kelly for the website. Back after this, more conversations with you. Don't go anywhere. And an after show that's jam-packed. Next. Please don't stop the music. We have a jam-packed after show this morning. Can't wait to get to that, folks. If you want to join us, you can at any time. Sometimes it's tough. It's tough to get through on the phone line. So we say, hey, just text us. 616-774-2424. You can text me messages. I can read them on the air. And, of course, I am them. Uh, I can send you things as well, which is very helpful. We can stay in touch no matter what happens with big tech. Did you see this over the weekend? There were a couple of places. In fact, in Michigan, big chain stores. Meyer had issues with credit card payments over the weekend. But it wasn't just Meyer. There were credit card issues throughout the country. Nationwide, in fact, in a lot of different places. All over, people were having a problem using their credit or debit cards. What in the world is going on? We'll talk about what happened and possible solution for that coming up tomorrow, Tech Tuesday, in that conversation. I'll touch a little bit more on that, too, coming up in the after show. We just saw the, the prices of gasoline up again. Yep, big, big jumps. I saw it. I was traveling this weekend all the way down to Indiana. I paid the same price. Down to southern Indiana, almost to Kentucky. All the way down and back as I'm paying here in Grand Rapids. And I want to tell you something. That never happens. There was one or two local stations talking about, oh, how great it was that we dropped maybe a couple of cents here. And maybe maybe our gas prices are retreating. They're not nationwide, folks. And I would tell you. The fact that our prices are the same as they are down there, whether it's usually a 20, 30 cent difference, tells me that our prices here are heading up. And I don't have a crystal ball or anything, but maybe before Memorial Day weekend here, as they typically tend to do so. One prediction by somebody at JP Morgan, I think, was six bucks a gallon by August for the average nationwide. Could we see six bucks a gallon? I think five dollars is certainly within sight and around a corner, but six, six dollars a gallon? And then the headline coming out of just the news, of course, I've been talking about possible food issues and shortages and things like that and telling you to prepare. UN expert predicts global food crisis may be 10 weeks away. 10 weeks away. Away, just around the corner. And how about that baby formula shortage? We've been hearing and seeing so much about that. Some of it dropped off here over the weekend in what looks like to be some sort of propaganda, like photo opportunity 
A C-130 in Indianapolis making a drop in deliveries? It, it, you think, why wouldn't they just have FedEx do it? Or, or Amazon or one of these companies that, 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 you know, normally deals with this sort of thing. Why wouldn't they be the ones responsible? Why do we have to go get a C-130 and drop it? Well, it's like, you know, you're, you've got a photo op. we got to make sure it looks like the president is doing something to fix the problem that his administration has actually caused. The White House now exploring the possibility of tapping into emergency diesel reserves. Diesel up five fifty six a gallon, the average nationwide. Yes. And, of course, you know what runs on diesel. Everything. That's what gets the gas to you is the diesel. So the cost of it all, everything, again, continues to rise. And we're watching it all sort of spiral out of control. I get more on this coming up in the uh, behind-the-scenes live stream. The WHO pandemic treaty, more on that this week, but also the, the, uh, the, the what's happening with Davos and the folks that are there, the elite who are there covering the World Economic Forum. New York Times reporter, in fact, she's a deputy managing edit editor at the New York Times, was in Davos in Switzerland and somebody bumped into her. I think this is guy is Avi with uh, Rebel News out of Canada. Great confrontation. Watch what uh, what he says. And and I think the question that he asks is, as he meets her out on the streets, she's having uh, some sort of coffee at a little cafe there in Davos. Rebecca, how are you doing from the New York Times? Can I ask you a quick question as Avi from Rebel News? How is the public meant to believe that the New York Times is here to actually ask the tough questions when you're here as an invited guest? It's Rebecca Blumenstein there, a deputy managing editor New York Times. Of course, she doesn't have an answer, doesn't want to be confronted. How are people meant to rely on the mainstream media? We have we if you wouldn't mind, we're just having that's, a... Just, just that's not her talking, that's somebody else. You don't want to explain to people why we should trust the mainstream media? No? Of course, no comment? There we go. So that's the point here is in Davos you have the mainstream media that are not here to report the truth. They are here as part of the event. More of this, of course, at a jam-packed after show. You all want to miss coming out behind the scenes live stream at Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Getter, and Rumble, and you can stream it all behind the scenes. Justin Barclay, B A R C L A Y dot com. Join us. Back tomorrow morning at 906, God willing. Make it a great day. God bless. That's it for today. Join me online at justinbarclay.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at Mr. Justin Barclay. Leave a comment, give us a rating, and follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of West Michigan Live with Justin Barclay was produced and engineered by Joe Balecki. I'm Justin Barclay, and this is West Michigan Live. Make it a great day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. 
PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.